Curtis. All right, check one, check two. This is it. Welcome to the Cannabis Coffee Hour with your host, me, Rob Cantrell, coming at you in 2022 from the internet, zooming around iTunes, Spotify, uh, Tidal. I'm zooming all over there, coming to your ears. I have a great guest for our first episode of the year. Very funny man, uh, has done segments for Conan O'Brien, performs for all over DC and around the world, based in Los Angeles right now. Huge sports fan, we're gonna get into it. He's been on the show before. Give it up for Jamel Johnson, everybody. It's going crazy. Oh man, they're going crazy in Dublin. Oh, it's going nuts. Uh, yeah, Dublin. They, they definitely uh, bubbling at Dublin is how yeah, they fuck with me up. over there, big time. They fuck with you over there. I have never been over there. Have you been to Dublin? Have you been to the Irish place? Nah, nah. It's just a lot of um, red-headed women with uh, big ass turtlenecks on. Yeah. In my DMs, you know what I'm saying? I dig it. I dig it. I dig a good sweater. I dig a good Irish sweater because it looks cold. It looks green, but everybody I talk to says it's dope. And and there is something dope about Irish people. I mean, I might have a little bit in me. I'm mostly just American mutt, but some Irish people are kind of dope. For sure, man. They can uh, hoop sometimes, it's nice. Yeah, they can hoop sometimes. They got a little American, they got a little swagger. Yeah. Actually, yeah, yeah. So we'll get into it. Jamel Johnson is a great great comedian uh good friend uh, i met him years ago but he's growing and flowing and he's occupying all kinds of lanes that i don't even know about but are fascinated about uh big sports fan right buddy absolutely i mean if they've got refs i'm watching it yeah uh and big washington uh area fan of the teams there we're talking skins and washington football team or not so much yeah i mean look i'm i actually only rep the football team now i'm currently i'm thinking about a divorce <laughs> i'm thinking tennessee <laughs> titans right now you do have a dope ass logo you know i don't know any names but i know some logos and tennessee yeah. came on early they kind of fresh you know they kind of got a vibe exactly and they don't do anything nefarious they just play football yep yep and the fans like football i mean yeah it's just sad about the dc team because it was such a good football town but we don't have to you know me I, i'm positive over negative and my brother who's probably listening to this is the biggest wizards fan so the oh wizards God. are doing it but you yeah. were just i saw i check in twitter i check on you know right before I, I wanted to interview you i wanted to catch the vibe i guess the wizards took a big l just a few yeah. nights ago, right? A, a historic one. Uh, I think we we blew a 35-point lead, essentially. <laughs> Though, technically, I would say it was a 30-point lead. Oh, my 30, 30. Up, 30 at halftime, lost by one. Dude, those dudes oh. are DMing their girl at halftime. When you're up 30 points, you're not even thinking about losing. Yeah, which is why I blame the coach. Take the starters out of the game. The starters did their job. Right. Up 30. The other team put their bench in because they're like, our starters suck. We can't even we can't even do anything with yeah. the bench guys in. So it should have been bench first bench. Yes. But I, I whatever. Was I, it the I Clippers? Yes. And it, did you go to the game? Do you go to the no, you no. are in Los in, Angeles, right? This is a this DC was the, kid in yeah, LA. This was the one in DC, but I will be at the rematch in March. Should be interesting. Does add a little bit of intrigue to the next game. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You gotta get you gotta get get them at that point. And are the Wizards considered a good team right now? Are people hyped on them? Um, people are mildly hyped. I would describe them as better than expected, but not actually good. Yes. People expected us to be terrible. We're actually okay. Yep. But not good. But not good right now. Yeah, it's not celebrating, but. With DC, a little bit of good in the sports town, people will get hyped on it. All you need to, all I need to see is win, beat one good team. That's enough. <laughs> and then that's we'll it. Get a shot. 
Yeah, I know the vibe. Uh, you you live for it. You stream it. You study it. Now, do you? I mean, there is a vibe to the Washington Post. Do you read the Washington Post on the computer? Like, if you're a Wizards fan, you can all. I mean, you get the real, real stuff from the local newspapers. Am I correct? That's true. I. You know what? Just because I um. I've honestly been uh, not trying to pay for it. I've been following some Thank writers. You. A couple of the writers for the team are on Twitter. So I kind of just, yeah. I follow what they post. Uh, Candace Buckner probably being the, the biggest on that list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that He's a good sports writer. The only one, the Michael Wilbone was the one I remember from my day. Oh, yeah. I mean, God. The, the, uh, and Tony Kornheiser, those two, those were the two. I asked my brother if they're still doing it, but I guess they're still chopping it up. They're oh, yeah. Doing it. They're basically they're more national than local these days. Yeah, they're national. Wild. They're kind of the granddad of it all right now. Pretty much, man. They've been doing the back the nine. For, for fucking ever. Yeah. Yeah. Pardon the interruption. Like you can always watch that, even if you don't like sports, just how it's arranged. It's really a well arranged yeah. television program. Yeah, and it all it really is is two old men agreeing with each other very loudly. <laughs> and that's how DC is. Yeah. Yeah. You wanna you wanna talk to your friend, you wanna get psyched on your team, and then you wanna talk some shit. And uh yeah, man. Uh those guys are the original barbershop quartet right there. I know I can it's crazy to think that they, they the guys who have been the guys on ESPN for 10 years started in DC. Oh, Washington Post. Yeah. And I didn't read like my brother's a fanatic, man. He's like 58 and he's still like wearing knee braces to play and watches the Wizards and streams it all day. But uh, he loves those guys. So I would read their uh, Washington Post. And both of those guys are very well written, a little bit more. They're a little smarter than your average, you know, cat. Like, I don't know. They're a little bit more creative and they, they were entertaining. Uh but there was something about the Washington. Like, I'm not paying for shit now, but aren't you starting to be like, yo, I might start paying for the newspaper. Are you at that yeah, point? It's starting to come back around. I mean, I because I was just when I was I was back home and I was like, damn, man, I should be looking at like Sherman's Lagoon right now or something. Where are my comics? Yeah. Sherman's Lagoon was <laughs> was a, I don't know it. But it was a comic that was in the Washington Post. Yeah, yeah. It was one of those later ones. It was just like, and it wasn't even the best one. Because at the same time, they were running the boondocks. Oh, yeah. Boondocks all day. The far side. Yeah. I love those. Yeah. But when I was a little kid, I love Sherman's Lagoon. Because it was just like, you know, it was like undersea creatures basically living out Seinfeld plots. Oh, nice, man. Uh, I'll have to check it out. Because it, well, that would be the style section and that would be in the back of the style section. So every Washington, D.C. home would have a, just a slaughtered Washington Post either day. It would just always be around in the sports yeah. section always went first. So the sports section was always there because you got I mean, politics, it always leaned super left or, you know, not as bad as as some people. But, you know, I think they're kind of straight shooters. But I don't know. I don't. But it's sports, I will say, is very well done. Like the Washington Post, Washington Post sports section. Do you give them a high grade? Oh, of course, man. I mean, dude, I miss that shit. I remember we used to do the brackets. We used to do March Madness in the paper. They would have a big bracket in the paper every March. And we would all as a family do our fucking brackets. Ah, it was beautiful. Georgetown. Would you put Georgetown in your bracket? We're a Maryland house. I'm gonna yeah, be honest. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. We're a little yeah. bit more church. Just feels a little bit more like the hood to us. A little bit more of that PG County we need. Yeah, that's Maryland is definitely more PG County. But there's so much good basketball in that area. You know, it's just like uh, for sure. Georgetown, Between North Carolina, Duke. Like what? What? That's I don't know sports, but that what? That's a region, right? That group of colleges. oh, the the, the Atlantic coast yeah the atlantic coast like doesn't ACC. fuck around with basketball acc is good basketball yeah. hey they changed it up but the area is still like everybody on the coastline is still really doing it <coughs> uh, it shouts out to um townsend too like baltimore got a couple yeah townsend you know, state like, yeah my U friend umbc townsend yeah. they're all right yeah george mason george mason up here can hoop though new york is a hoop town man 
a lot yeah. of great colleges up here and and just like there's a lot yeah it's just the rucker all that stuff is up here man which is if you like basketball that's like you're going to the source bro have yet to go to the rucker have you ever been no but i hear stories of it and i there's a great dr j documentary um i forget i think it's on netflix but it's all about his first time to the rucker and kids were hanging on the highway like it went beyond the playground. It went to all the buildings. Everybody's on the roof of the buildings. And then people were standing on the highway to watch street yeah. basketball. <laughs> the whole, every the whole Harlem, all of Harlem, every, all of New York. If you I mean, it was just like Jesus was coming to town and everybody came to go see the sermon, man. It was uh, it no, looks sure. insane, man. It's uh, very cool. And it's not about money and it's all about respect which is what's so dope about it. But I don't know. Is it still even there anymore? Well, I mean, honestly, the last time I was really up on it was the early 2000s. Yeah. Entertainers League. But I don't actually know, like, I haven't checked in a grip. I think the MCA did a documentary. One of the Beastie Boys did a documentary about the rocker that somebody could check out also. I think I watched that. That's really good. Matter of fact, I don't want to speak about the rucker. Uh, let's see what else. I was just um, I was just talking about this guy Jackie Jackson. He's a guy to look up. He was playing back in them games, those like Dr. J. Wilt Chamberlain games, and apparently he dunked on Wilt, and that oh. got him a deal with the Globetrotters. Oh wow! He never, he never popped in the league. Yeah, but the Globetrotters is a good gig, especially if you have some comedy timing. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. That would be you a know, good game. That would be like being uh, a level comedian. Like you would be making that type of money, like not a level movie star, but like you're filling out funny bones. You're filling out sure. improvs. If you're rocking with the Harlem Globetrotters, you're not working at Wendy's. That's facts. You're doing all right. They're giving you 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 got a few uniforms a week. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Also, apparently, uh, looks and, like Rucker Park. They just renovated it like this year. Oh man, you got we got to come up there and shoot a film. Yeah, it's about that time. It's about that time. Yeah, I love uh, I do love basketball. I, I'm, I don't play it. I'm not great at it, but I do think it's a little bit more creative than the other sports. I think it's the most creativity is basketball. Like you can be yourself like football is kind of robotic and barbarian. You know, basketball has got some music. It's got some soul, but it also has some grit. You know, it's it, yeah, it's a little bit of everything. Yeah, damn, it's true. It's the most personality, too, because it's like the la- it's the least amount of guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, you see everybody's face. See everybody's face. The, le- the least uniform is just shorts and shirt and shoes. Like, what's up? This is me. Like, it's yeah. literally you don't it's your pure essence. You know, you, you're just going at it. And it's not whereas MMA, I think fighting is like that's a whole other thing. Like you're about to whip some ass like yeah. basketball. You want to whip some ass, but it's almost like doing it in a pacifist way. Like, it's like, I'm, b- I'm going to bounce this ball into this hole right in front of your face and walk by you, you know? There's a yeah, disrespect there's... there, too. I mean, it's it's a crazy game. Shouts out to tennis as well. It's not as creative. It's as it's it's more intense than basketball because it's just two guys alone. Yeah. Tennis, uh, tennis is kind of raw, too. Tennis is raw. Tennis is super raw. And there's a little bit of create. You can go between the legs. You could. There's a little bit of opportunity. But basketball could be a video, dude. Basketball, you got the shorts. You talking shit. You got celebrities. And there's an energy to when you're in the paint that you're making something happen. Like you're making shit happen out of nothing. Being creative, solving problems, looking left, looking right, going the other way, and then finding your own like chi and doing it, man. The reason I'm I'm trying to weave this back into I am smoking this herb. I just got a new uh, bag go. of herb in the in the in the strain is called Larry Bird. <laughs> Larry got weed now. Larry got weed now. Larry got weed. I looked it up on my weed maps, and uh, it, it's it's a it's a it's a sativa. Um, okay. It's a little heady. Yeah. I got some sour diesel from Michigan, dude, and it was 20% THC. It made my heart race. Like, it's like, you got to watch some of this herb out here. Like, I know in LA, you're very well informed and you know what you got, but some of these new cats that are out, it's, it's just a, a lot uh, going on. 
well, shout out to Michigan for attempting to bring back Sour Diesel. Me and my guy, me and one of the homies back home, we was just talking about, you know, Sour is kind of, you don't see Sours like that. No, no. And if I always say, if you want to write a 90s rap album, all you need, is, all you need is the eighth of sour, dude. Your mom's house when she's not at work in a full yeah. Brita, and your friend with the with a MacBook, and you got a rap album right there, man. Because it, it is yeah. it's a very creative strain. It's a very what I learned about it. It was too much, you know. It was very coffee like. Like I always loved it, but this stuff that I I needed something with a little bit more CBD and brought down um, a little bit, but um. Yeah, this Larry Bird is new and uh, it's good. And uh, Larry was a good uh, basketball player. You, that's the thing. Larry was good. Yeah, Larry was incredibly solid. I mean, he did everything. He was the only difference between him and Magic was speed. Like yeah. he could handle just as well as him. He could pass just as good as him. He could shoot better than Magic, but Magic was faster. Yeah. And imagine, yeah, they're both super creative. Like, it's just like if when Jordan is kind of scared of you, you better, you know, you're one of the best ever. Yeah. You know, and Jordan yeah. was kind of scared. Like you saw the documentary, like Larry, he just worked hard. Like I was thinking about that with comedy. Like it's really about how good you want to be, you know, in your head. Like do. And I think Larry mm. wanted to be the best. Like Kevin Hart wants to be the biggest thing, you know, it's a little bit of the visualization. And I think for sure, Larry was just a country boy from backwoods and, you know, everybody counted him out, but he was like, no, dude, I know how to play basketball. I'm going to play it to the very, you know, best. So then, you know, you get that super armor on. And he let you know about it, which white guys, <laughs> white guys tend to not do. He was yeah. like, no, I'm putting it in your face. And he took Mike's best. I mean, Mike dropped 64 on Larry and them in a playoff game and the Celtics still won. <laughs> so like Mike never let that shit go. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like PTSD when you see Larry. Yeah. Yeah. He still figured out uh, how to pull it out. You know? Yeah. Just, just that old school work ethic. Like, yeah, he's just that dude. But yeah, I was going to say he did talk shit. Like there is a, talking shit to basketball there is a realness to that like hockey they let fighting go basketball there's an art to the shit talking like those those major cats they are they still talking shit out there when they're playing basketball yeah yeah you can see it <laughs> you can see it for sure uh it's a little weird now because they call texts like the refs are kind of um they're the refs are trying to take a lot of the intensity out of the game like you can't <laughs> call like fat shaming or yeah all that shit dog you, you can't, can't be talking it, about his girl yeah you can't be talking about his wife if you say if you say the if you're black and you say the n-word to another black player who you just dunked on and there's some bass in your voice a white referee will call a technical foul we'll call a t <laughs> like, hey, I didn't you hey, I didn't like how you hit them G's, partner. <laughs> I came a little strong on that G right there. Yeah, you know what I mean? So it's a little weird, but they're still very they there is still shit talking. I mean, the last biggest uh Damian Lillard, have you seen this? So like a couple playoffs ago. Right, right. It was Portland versus Oklahoma City. Damian Lillard of Portland is basically matched up with Paul George from Oklahoma at the time. And it's coming down to the wire. Uh, it's, it's a tie game. Portland's got the ball. And also, Paul George, Oklahoma, have been talking shit about Damon Portland for a minute. Like, there was definitely some words exchanged before. And this is, like, the deciding. Clock's running out. Dame pulls up for a deep three. One of them Steph Curry, you know, one of them 45-foot joints. Yeah. The pulls up. Yep. Kills, hits it. And then he waves by. He looks at Paul George and waves by to him like he's a little baby. And it was one of the craziest moments in basketball history. The building goes nuts. <laughs> and that was like a couple years ago. That was probably, you know, nothing's crazier happened since then. 
Oh man, that's like like shooting the laser. Like if you're in a sci-fi movie, like you just saw like the epic like death kill button, and you just shot it at the last minute. Some MacGyver yeah. shit, and you're just yeah. like that. He did his like he did his action movie, you know. The scene. real live Asta La Vista baby. Yeah, real live Asta La Vista hit up. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, there's nothing like that. Um, I can dig it. Uh, I'm drinking some coffee from China. Uh, okay. I got this Atlas, uh, just to let the Atlas Coffee Club, um, I got it for Christmas. And every month I get a, uh, a coffee from around the world. But China didn't start having coffee until like Nestle was in there. They were strictly green tea. So it's very American. And now, but they're cranking it out. And to tell you the truth, the beans ain't that bad. All right. Yep. Chinese beans, get it popping. What about I you? never know. I never know where my coffee's from. Do you drink coffee? A little bit now and then, you know what I mean? Kind of like whenever I'm working in an office, you know, which happens less and less these days. But, you know, I'll, whatever, I'll get a pot or whatever, whatever they got uh, just going. But I'm yep. never really paying attention. Yeah, yeah. You're not that cat. And it's usually when you got pen to pad, when there's legal pads around. Yeah. And there's tax forms to be done and there's uh, there's fill outs uh, and then you're not brewing it. So when you get up, what do you do? You got a jug of water. Do you go orange juice? Do you go tea? What's your what's your main uh, morning routine? Where, where are you at now? I'll say water, water first. Love water. Orange juice second. Uh miscellaneous cold brew iced coffee third yep yep you know what i mean yep it's hard to pass on an iced coffee from the joint you know and you got the straw and you got the milk and you got a little bit of a of a weed buzz on and you're it's the afternoon it's la the sun is out yeah 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 sunglasses you, are on you see it you're seeing it i might be wearing a bucket hat yeah, might be wearing a bucket hat. You might have yeah. a notebook. You're waiting on an email, waiting on a check. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's yeah. nothing wrong with that, right? <laughs> <laughs> nothing in the world, bro. God damn. Hey, can I have to run something by you? Randomly speaking of notebooks, waiting on checks. Yeah, Me and yeah. my guy, Dan, I've been working with this guy, um, Dan Hardigan out here. He's my guy. Right. And we're, we were discussing a rap group called Young Husband. And all the raps is just all about being happily married. <laughs> yeah. All of it. All right. Bosoms warm. She yeah. Nice. <laughs> I come over. I pet her hair twice. Twice. I say, baby, I love your feet. I love your body. Your soul is unique. Uh. Let's light a candle and hang out real long. <laughs> Maybe we'll write. A folk song, <laughs> which is yeah, that sounds like some shit married people do. Yeah, that's definitely what we do. Hang out, drink some tap water, rub her butt. Mm -hmm. uh, say you're good. Tell her everything's going to be all right. I love you forever. <laughs> I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for you. You could just have one th song about how you're thankful. Thankful. For you. Yeah. Thank yeah. You okay. When yeah. I had to get that blood work done. <laughs> held my hand and told me I was the one. <laughs> yeah, yo, if yo, it when I was constipated and I couldn't tell anybody about it, you got some prune juice over to my house. <laughs> no, yeah. husbands, I'm feeling. If you guys need somebody, come. You know, I, I just released a seven. Uh, I just released. Not the plug. I'm trying not to be pluggy plug, but I did release a seven track EP of hip hop and one of them Come is on. married and shit which is a song i did which is all about being married and shit but i didn't have it on streaming services and i needed to get it up i had coffee and weed coffee and weed go go remix so i have some old joints then i remixed a sublime song as one does i i, I did yeah. a sublime cover like you that's got part it. Of it that's a part of it and then i did a pacifist rap which uh, i just put it out there i know there's a lot of drama in the lbc and in russia right now but you know, <laughs> some of us believe in peace and love, you know. Amen. Amen. Look, we're going to hit one of these free band camp days and I'm going to get at you. We're going to talk. 
Dude, I, I will. I'm going to need a young husband verse from you for sure. Oh, dude, I got 16 for you. Anytime you need it, man. Just Ooh. bring the sour diesel. We'll, get, we'll rock it out. Bring uh, Roman and Lettuce. Now, you had, yeah. you had a band. Jamel had a band. Still has a band. Oh, well, um, yeah. Tech, they're still active, quite yeah. technically. Bands never quit. You know, exactly. even the ones that do quit, they get back together with the with the with the, with, with the drunk cousin. That yeah. Still have to play the bass with them. So <laughs> fans never quit. You know, they keep on going. Amen. Again. Uh, yeah. I, one of the funner gigs we did, we did some fun gigs, but one of them was when you did a produced a show at the Pine Box and you brought the band. Yeah. Romaine and Lettuce in, in, in Brooklyn. That was very big. I was thinking about that the other day. That was, that was fun. Iconic. A moment. Iconic. You love doing those gigs. You love mixing. You have a very musical. You, you love mixing music and comedy. Am I right or am I wrong? No, you are absolutely right. It's definitely something that I love to do. And like and mix it like I'm never going to pull out the uh, acoustic guitar and um, I'm never going to Stephen Lynch you. No. I just like to take things that already exist and make them funny. Like. Some of the best songs in the world are hilarious yeah. if if tweaked, if put in the right place. <laughs> yeah, they are. And I would say your background, what I always get your what tell me if I'm wrong. You do lean, people will say, oh, he's hip hop or he's alter alt dude, but you are an RB cat. You are you like yeah. good singing. That is my kind of. 90s R&B, Jodeci through, like, you know, all the Jodeci. Albums. Usher. I yeah, jo Jodeci through Usher is really the focus. Like, it's that, the like, best music ever. No, you're yeah. right. No, that's it, I mean, musically and soulfully, like, and song structure-wise, it's some of the top music out there. I mean, rap is fun, but, you know, I can do it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Singing is something that you can't, like, you, you can't have to just be wake up and be like, yeah, you have to be vulnerable. You have to make weird faces. Um, you got to work with other people. You got to know how to uh, adjust, do a harmony. Harmony. Uh, you have to work with yeah. other people. You have to surrender your ego to the moment. The moment in the audience is bigger than your ego. And you have to you have to let go, man. You can't be the cool kid in the back of the class singing. You know, it's a false yeah. setup. No, it's true, son. It is. But like, then it you is get like all that. the girls singing the falsetto, so it doesn't matter what the dudes in the back even care anymore because you're up there like an angel. So they're like, oh, this dude's got angelic vibes. I want to hang out with the angel. I don't want to hang out with the fucking trolls. Yeah, with these little gremlins. Yeah, <laughs> son. Gremlins, man. I want to swing with those <laughs> angels up there. He's fucking <laughs> he's singing to my, my dead grandmother up there. And, you know, I think it really it all comes from... um. I feel like Showtime at the Apollo, you know, like music was, especially in black TV, music was a part of everything in the 80s and yep. in the early 90s. Yeah. And like I grew up on like, you know, Living Showtime at the Apollo, Living Colored, uh, uh, yep. which we'll call it um, uh, Teen Summit. <laughs> like there was always a band showing up. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, just, uh, every afternoon show on BET had some type of countdown or some type of musical element. Like it was just always on there. And MTV yeah. too, like in the 90s and 80s. I think music videos were so, I loved them. You know, that was my sports. I would sit there and watch music videos all morning before school, all after Fiend Forum. But now you amazing. think I've died, but you look on YouTube, the biggest joints are music videos. You know, World Star, that, that's how you become a hip hop artist now. You pay World Star 20 grand to run yeah. your video. No, that's absolutely true. The return of videos uh, has been good. Just see it like there was definitely a point where you forgot they existed. Now I feel like hanging out is I have multiple friends. When we hang out, it is smoking weed and just running music videos. Yeah. You know uh, I mean? One it's of my back. favorite things to do. Yeah. Is to run music videos. I tell you the one that got me like of this. Everybody disses on a trap or drill or any of the stuff. But I will say one of my favorite is uh, is Migos white T-shirt. Mm. Have you seen this? Damn. I don't know if I've seen the white. Oh, you got it. Uh, yeah, I'm out in the woods. They're in the snow. 
They're in igloos and they're wearing okay. skirts and snowmobiles and rabbits. <laughs> I love it. It's the dopest thing. I don't know. I love it. But these new videos are so there's so much money and the cameras are so good now. You know, Tyler's videos, all those uh, odd future, you know, they've taken filmmaking on a whole other. Who knows what's going on? No, that's true. And um, Lil Yachty, he's yeah. he's kind of um, I feel like he's kind of taking what Buster was doing. Remember when Buster's videos would be funny? Yes. It'd be on purpose. So that's kind of what I'm seeing from uh, a few cats, Yachty in particular. Like he's got the one. You seen the Oprah's bank account video? No, no, I should. It's like it's him and Drake, and Lil Yachty is Oprah, and Drake is his guest on. <laughs> funny, Oprah. funny yeah, concept funny. right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, he does have a Technicolor vibe. Like his vibe is very vibrant uh, with with his view visuals. If you're in the business, you don't have music yeah. music vi videos. You have visuals. That's true. You got to visualize it. This is we're taking you to a place. It's like a movie. I mean, it's going to be like a movie, dog. Everybody wants their shit to be like a movie. Yeah, that, that was one of my first when I started stand up, man. I was like, uh, I was like, I watched these dudes. Jamel, I was totally like I was such a prude. I wasn't a prude. I was a snob. And I watched stand up and I was like and I watched it for what minute. I was like, these motherfuckers. I said, when, if I do stand up, I'm never going to do a weed joke. Or a joke. <laughs> Three years later, I'm the biggest weed comic with yeah. jerk off material. <laughs> Guess what, man? Yeah. It, was, uh, it was it was unavoidable. It's unavoidable. We're it's always going to head back in yeah. life, and you move on. Uh, the jerk off material has gone down with age, but the weed material. I'm so, I'm excited about this new age of weed because there's new material. Like That's everything's right. legal and everybody's like processing it different and nobody's giving people sketchy looks anymore. And like mm. I was talking to Doug on a Doug Benson on a podcast and it's like, yeah, you don't like COVID. You, nobody's passing joints unless you know what you're at a Trump rally or something. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's passing joints, but now weed is so legal, like everybody has their own clip. joints. It's great. Yeah. No, it's true. It is, man, which is crazy to think that nobody's passing joints i remember when you had to pass joints yeah and then people would like wiz khalifa was the first person i ever heard say i'm not passing this joint <laughs> and it like it blew our minds we were like what are you talking about you're not passing I'm broke as hell i'm 19 i gotta pass it yeah yeah with your crew you gotta pass it even back in the day it was so scarce like people that you didn't even know that kind of looked cool that stood next to you while the herb was going around like you'd be so high you'd be like oh i guess i gotta pass it to this dude um, yeah he's just I kind of he's kind of hanging out i think he's his cousin i think this is his dude cousin. <laughs> i think this chick was is this chick with us yeah yeah <laughs> And, and that would happen. But but Wiz, no, I started seeing it at high times and going to events like and do it, touring with the marijuana logs, like real smokers, dudes that roll with like zips and shit in their back yeah, pocket. Sure. Like they have their own, you know, they're not passing it over. And Wiz kind of I, I think Wiz made enough money that he could roll like yeah, that. Was I like Wiz. Dude, that. what do you think musically? Are you inspired by Wiz? Do you like the brand? Are you uh, or are you just like whatever? I guess these days I'm more whatever. Uh, you know, there was definitely a point where his shit was incredible to me. It was just very simple, but dude, sounded good. Great beats. Every three months I put on Black and Yellow. Rhymes. Yeah, you know what dude, I mean. Black he and Yellow some... is a good song. I don't. It is a good song. Uh, some yeah. of those pop ones. I did. I may get rid of Spotify. They took my comedy album off because it was on 800 Pound Gorilla. So I'm kind of in a weird space with Spotify right oh, now. Oh shit! But on yeah. my playlist, I do get some of those whisk, those new like he always his songs are always really well produced. He like you know it's um it's up and down because his early mixtape stuff is amazing. We can all agree. And then yeah. like, once did you he, ever listen that, to that mixtape? I'm sorry to cut you off. I'm trying not oh. to cut people off, but I am inspired by that one. That's with uh the dude from uh Three Six Mafia. Did you ever? See Oh, yeah, that's what I was going to get to. So the Juicy J one is great. Yeah, the that's Juicy J, I got it for, I remember getting it for free and you just download all that. Yeah, yeah. Just that he was working with that guy it was crazy to see. Um, that movie he did with 
Snoop Dogg isn't good. I haven't seen it, but it is kind of funny. It is Young Wild and Free is a good pop song. Yeah, it is. is. That is a good pop song. You could play that at a high school graduation. You could play that at a family reunion and you could still like, you know, vibe out. For sure. A lot of range. Uh, I don't know. It just seems like he's rapping less. Yeah. And like, especially very celebrity. Type. Yeah, yeah. He went, he kind of, he's not really rapping that much these days, but I think he's, he might have a current song that's not bad. Yeah. There's a one that's called The Thrill of It. Have you nothing for the thrill of it? Thrill of it? I don't know. He got on these yeah. pop joints, but the reason I got it was from this Jamaican dude. It's Spotify. Uh, it's slipping my, the guy who sings Murderer. You know, Jamaica. Uh, oh, uh, Barrington, Barrington Levy. Levy. Do you know yeah. Barrington Levy? For sure, for sure. He has I one know. song recommended on his artist. He's an artist on Spotify, and it was Wiz Khalifa, The Thrill. And then, yeah, you should check it out. And I listened to it. I was like, oh, this song bangs, man. Yeah, see, he's still, Wiz, just when you think he's not ever going to do anything you like again, he kind of will just appear with something. And that's what happened when he was with Juicy J, because it was kind of like he came out with a studio album, and everybody was like, this shit is weak. And then he kind of like popped back up with Juicy J and we we're like, oh shit. <laughs> Damn, that's kind of good. Yeah. And then he kind of disappeared again. He was like fucking Amber Rose for a second. Yeah. He was just kind of hanging out. And now he's kind of like, oop, I'm back around a little bit more. Yeah. And he's he's one of those guys that I think he dreams big. You know, he just started dropping music video after music video with with Mac Miller back in the day. I just remember seeing the yeah. movement and being like, oh, he's not pausing. He's just he's all gas, no brakes, you know, bing bong all day. Yeah. Super bing bong. Super bing Pit bong. Pittsburgh guys. Who yeah. knew Pittsburgh was going to have this like. Big influence on just the music world. Yeah, yeah. Pittsburgh, usually places like that has good music, good people. People from Pittsburgh, I like people from Pittsburgh, and I like people from Buffalo. Mm. I've never been to either. I yeah. Gotta get, I gotta get more worldly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta go to Pittsburgh and Buffalo. No bullshit. Uh, I feel like rundown. If you like Carhartt, man. <laughs> yeah, this is my car. This is a Carhartt Titans beanie. I need more Carhartt. Yeah, you got you, they, they'll definitely have it there, man. You'll get it at a good price. Some good Carhartt. I don't need that Carhartt for um working at the coffee shop. I need the real yeah. 90s Carhartt that you would either build a a, a building, an office building, or a, a rob a dude in. Yeah. Rob a dude for meth, or you're working like yeah, in a cul-de-sac, but you're laying down the concrete. Like, you're, yeah, you're paying for a, a, a child support, laying down some concrete. Out yeah, there. I'm putting down the I'm doing the support beams for a, a, a Jimmy John's. <laughs> yeah, laying it out for the new Jimmy John's that's rolling in and the five guys across the street. Yeah, yeah you know, out they, there. They uh, but yeah, any of those old tractor towns, I go in there and I that's where I do get my car heart. I'll go into like any like rednecky. Any type of town like that, that's where you get the good one. The one, the rent, ones around here, like in the hipster neighborhood, they look good, but they're gonna be like two hundred fifty bucks. Like they put a, yeah. little, they put a little salt and pepper on it. You know, <laughs> yeah. There's definitely a seasoning tax. Yeah, seasoning tax to it all. Uh, how you love in California? What's the weather like right now? We're in a we're in a vortex freeze out. I am. I'm feeling good. Uh, it's it's been it's better. Honestly, L.A. was kind of cold. We was getting like high 30s, mm -hmm. low 40s. Yeah, that, it, that's creepy out there. I've done yeah, L.A. time. It's, like, yeah, uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. There's coyotes. Like, you're like, if I'm out too late, a coyote might eat me out here. It's fucking. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's extra breezy. And then it'll get mad foggy. Yep. Dude, the fog killed Kobe, man. Fog out here is crazy. And uh, and then last week it was mad windy. We had like 60 mile an hour winds. Everybody's little plants, all the succulents was knocked over. <laughs> yeah, there is a little bit of extreme. You get you get a uh, 
I do remember that like the winds would be crazy. And I lived in San Francisco for a long time in this one neighborhood that was always foggy. Like it was so thick. Yeah, man. But I kind of liked it. I like a little fog. I like I like putting on my hat. I like putting on my flannel. I like going and getting some dark coffee and yeah. uh, right with my notebook. And but the other people are like, I'm getting depressed right now. Yeah, no, it's definitely um, I like that weather, too. I used to always say smoking weed in uh, overcast. It's the best time to smoke weed. I feel it like is. it's just the, the the trees with the condensation. It's just like everything's kind of dewy. Yes. It's nice. It's nice. And smoking weed when it's too hot, that can be dangerous. Like when it's like a hot. What about a D.C. summer on the asphalt oh, and in the parking lot of a concert? Sometimes. <laughs> like, oh, dude. And I need a water asap like you need a water like not you can't pour it down your throat you need it like in your stomach that moment. yeah yeah put me in a dunk tank yeah put me in the dunk tank i'm right i'm running to the cvs air conditioning like um yeah no, that's super real that's super and then super cold it does help out the cold i will say some herb like when it's really cold it's nice to have around yeah and there's nothing um nothing reminds me of home more than smoking weed outside on a uh like a freezing temperature day. And then you're like, damn, is this shit even working? And then as soon as you walk back in the house, it's like, oh, right. <laughs> I am, I'm as high as can be. Oh, shit. I forgot about that lasagna I had in the refrigerator. I'm going to warm yeah. that up. Yeah, oh, yeah. little TV I got going on. Oh, I love it. Precisely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the cal so what about stand-up comedy for you, Jamal? What's your vibe? I know you've released a special. You've done you've done appearances. You've done theaters. You've toured with heavy cats. Didn't you? You were just in Portland with Wardall. Is that what it is? Or you tour? What do you what's your moves right now? So, yeah, it's like. Um, me and Brandon been rolling. I mean, Brandon's going nuts. You know what I'm saying? In what sense? He's a good kid. I know. Him. I I know the vibe. Yeah. I mean, no, not like, like um, shit's popping. You know. Yeah, uh, he's always getting into something going on. Yeah, podcast going crazy. He's doing very well. So he's just been headlining shit, and I'll just like you know he'll hit me to open for him. You know, in a little runs here and there. What so? What, and you guys did a one nighter in Portland, and what's the size of the room? Like. 150 150 you guys roll in and from this podcast and all his materials and your Blue, materials. Max. Yeah. yeah and during covid's always the numbers are a little bit all over the map but uh but at least it's not the club game like it's just kind of dope that he can just put an event bright that's how i see it kind of moving like i love doing club gigs shout out to all the comedy clubs ever i'll do the gigs but I also see there's room right now for these events. Like, if you know your shit and you got a good audience and a good podcast, you can just pop up in little small rooms everywhere. Not for sure. And I mean, that's basically what it is. Me personally, shit, I'm trying to, um, I'm trying to get them, uh, them club. I'm trying to get my them, them hungry, hungry hippo little, little white balls. Yeah, man. Yeah, those, scoop those weekends, uh, yeah, it's a weird gig. I've been in the rotation and I've been out of the rotation with those gigs. Um, but yeah, we all are. But once, well, you know, you just it, once things level up, everybody starts calling in those rooms. Fill, it's all about selling tickets. But if you yeah. can still make, a, you know, 150 to 200, you're way past everybody else. You know, if you could do that on solo, on dolo. That's just a powerful move. You know, when you're playing with clubs, you're playing with the whole club system and the whole thing, my Bob. Not for sure. So Wardell, he's definitely he's definitely making moves with his chest out right now. And I'm just kind of, you know, riding these waves, <laughs> trying to figure that shit out for myself. You know what I'm saying? Trying to get my levels. Trying to get calibrated. I feel like getting in the club, getting in the club game will just I just need to get in front of some faces. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're a great stand-up comic. I met you uh, working with Doug Benson in D.C., and we met at the D.C. Improv. I met you at a club, yeah. as, you know, an opener in D.C. that was super funny, super cool. And you didn't warm up to me immediately. Like, you're, you, it took me a minute. Yeah. 
<laughs> real you were real and but then when you found out that i was a nice dude and i was funny and i wasn't a sleazeball you you couldn't have been kinder and always considerate and cool hey shit man fuck that goes both braids i i fuck man thank you for saying that brother yeah and man. i yeah I, and i'm just being as a, as a young guy i always i'm walking into the club i'm like look man i'm just gonna do my 10 to 11 and a half minutes tip the hat and just get out of everybody's way. Yep. Don't ever want, I never want to be like, oh, here's my card to someone who I like am trying to like be peers with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I've, uh, I've messed that up and played it right. Uh, both times. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You learn, but, uh, but yeah, that's, you just want to go in and if you do the work and if you're funny, you know, the rest will take care of itself. Um, I think I, that's how I, no, I feel the same way. I mean, I think the money game's a whole other thing going on with podcasts and YouTube and all that. But stand up is still a street game in the sense like word gets out if you're a hack and word gets out like who's actually really good. Good, you know. In terms of like doing unique shit, doing something different, if you're trying to, you know, because it's such a art form that you're like, oh, I'm going to end up doing weed jokes and <laughs> jerk off jokes. But if at least you're trying and being self-aware about it, you know, I, I, that's where kind of where I want to go. Man, same. I don't know <laughs> what I'm trying to do next. I mean, you know what? I'm trying to figure out how to like, I do all this sports stuff, but I'm trying to like bridge the like, because I think a lot of people might think I'm, you know, like I'm trying to get on NFL Network and it's like, I would, but I got a, you know, I got a, I got a crossover. I got a left hand for you. Yeah, you got to do it all, dude. I'm getting into acting, man. I like acting. I'm not one of these comics that's anti-acting. I did like a couple lines. I like that work, just showing up, memorizing, being in the scene. Um, and I like producing. I want to uh, do directing, all that stuff, man. And I think you can too. But I think the the sports thing if you're passionate about it that's what the cannabis coffee hour is all about you know these are just two things that i dig and it's worth doing a podcast i think podcast is about love you know podcast has got to be some shit that you dig that's that true. you do and then but comedy you know comedy it's got to be funny and it's hard to be funny and you got to go out there and make it work but i know you got a script man what about you got 90 pages i know you can write your uh, ass off give me 90 pages talk to war yeah. dog boom bit we got fox green light talk to lucas uh, brothers uh, yeah yeah i gotta get my 90 together me and talib bab are working on the thing that's probably the the, the, yeah. the next thing yeah, the next yeah. thing writing is always like if you can write you can create your own story you know whereas stand-up is just like you, you know we're just out there you know it's like playing basketball, you know, it's just like, it's, you know, it's a, whole, it's a game. Everything's a game and Hollywood's a game, but the, the Hollywood game, like the script shit, th that's where some real money is. And, you know, the Lucas brothers are amazing. I'm going to try to get them on the podcast too, but they're just, you know, they created movies for, you know, I saw them in clubs and then all of a sudden, you know, being movie creators. And that was just with ideas. Bro, I know. I know. Since, uh, you forget they're twins. <laughs> I know it's a little they got an automatic writing partner and having a dope yeah. partner is everything and I've had them but there is something to be said for writing for yourself that's my new thing I've written a couple things with a couple cats and now I'm trying to be self-disciplined enough like okay Rob let's get your big boy pants on let's write a tv show right now let's write a movie right now don't over you know that's kind of where I'm at so I can just do my own dips you know, I want to be yeah. on doing, doing my own dips in the yard, in the yard, taking care of my own shit. Yeah. Care of my own shit, putting 25s on there, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> showing everybody I'm strong enough to carry a television show. Uh, but and uh, you carried this podcast, man. I appreciate you being on this podcast, Jamal. We're going to wrap it up, man. Hey. I love you. Thank you for doing it. Where Thank can you too, bro. appreciate see you. you? Or where can they follow you? Got a great Twitter. You're hilarious. Yeah. Jamel Johnson's funny on Twitter. Check him out. Not everybody. I, it's like every now and again. Sometimes I just get mad about the Wizards, but other times I'll give you a joke and it's good. We got um, some DC people on here for sure. So they'll definitely check that out. You know the deal. Yeah. Uh, yeah so uh, it's uh, at Nonprofit Comic on Twitter, at Broccoli House on Instagram. Uh, got a basketball show. It's called Airbuds Pod. I got another one called NBA Storytime, and I got a football show 
called Sorry We Love Football. Get ready for the goddamn championship Sunday with your boys. Yeah, what is going before we wrap up? Because I yeah. don't know. I know the Bills was a major loss. I was kind of rooting because I heard about them. I was like, oh, I kind of like losers winning. Yeah, and I heard about them and that they kind of they they fucked it up. Right. Is that what happened? Well, it was basically just the, the defense. I mean, you know, the, the Chiefs are like. They're just like an unbeatable opponent at times. I mean, they like they got the best receivers. They got the best quarterback and the Bills couldn't get a stop. But oh. it was a straight shootout. It was a shootout. It was it a was shootout. When was this a championship game? So the Bills this out the round left. It, okay, so it's the Chiefs and the Bengals and the Rams and the 49ers. That's who's left. This was the round before to determine kind of the final four seeds. And I think everybody kind of decided whoever won Chiefs versus Bills was going to win the Super Bowl. And it just went that way. Well, okay, I'm going 49ers. Who are you going for? Uh, my brain says the Chiefs. My nuts say the Rams. <laughs> that sounds about right. We'll leave it at that. You don't have to explain that. That makes all the sense in the world. Appreciate you. Uh, and check you out. I appreciate you. Let's hang out when you come to New York and LA when the Omicron. I'll be, yeah, yeah. I'll be, I'll be uh, out east uh, like April. Look for look for me big in New York in April, dude. Let's get a boba tea. Let's hang out, man. It's about that a, time. Read a book. Uh, let's go hang out in a coffee shop. Let me know, man. I'm here. You know the vibe. All right, man. I just learned how to roll backwards. It's on. Oh yeah, it's definitely on. I could dig it. Fat blunts all day. Are you you were like backwards, huh? Well, that was just for comedy. I don't really. If I'm smoking a blunt, it's still a Dutch master. I'm smoking a Dutch. All right. I like a Swiss sweet if I do it. But yeah, uh, swishers are. Swishers are for everyone. Swishers are to every man. Anyone can twist one of those things. They taste good. Yeah, yeah, they nice are. It's nice and easy. Just, I appreciate your time, Jamal. All right, peace and love, everybody. We're out. That's it. Peace. All right, thank you, brother. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. All right, have a nice day. Thank you, though.